What's going on, Kim Folk? Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome back to Key to the City Podcast. It's your country cousin and your favorite Kim Folk, Yoni. You already know who it is. This is episode seven of season two. Appreciate everybody that's continuing to support your boy, man. Uh, I'm growing each and every podcast, so I appreciate y'all being patient with me. Um, and uh, continue to support and spread the word about it. And uh, we're not going to stop, baby. It's all gas, no brakes. I want to thank my uh, last guest uh, for episode six. We had the queen on here, Miss, um, damn, I'm having a brain fart, Miss Kaylin Stringfellow. She's a young activist uh, out of Jackson, Mississippi, and she's doing her thing to make sure our people are voting and exercising our rights that so many of our ancestors have died for. So I'm glad she was on the show. Shout out to you, queen. Keep doing your thing. And as with every guest that we have, we're going to continue to bring you high quality content high-quality guests, and today is no different. Uh, this young lady, I came across her page probably, I know it's been at least six months ago now, um, and her voice just, you know, it kind of put me in a trance. It's so melodic, so beautiful. Um, it kind of puts you at ease. Uh, so I definitely wanted to find out more about her. She's based in Georgia. Um so anytime y'all down in the Georgia, in Georgia, ATL, I think you in ATL, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Y'all try to catch one of her shows. I don't know if you'd be able to catch it now with COVID-19, but hell. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's messing everything up. So uh, let's find out a little more about her, her career, and uh, introduce her to the Ken folks. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to introduce to the city, Miss Jazzy Shavers. What's going on, Queen? Hey, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. A little tired, but no complaints. How are you? I feel I'm the same. I'm the same. Uh, do that nine to five during the day and do my real job right now. Exactly. <laughs> you Always know how I go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, glad you joined us. Like I was telling my audience, um, I love your voice. I love your music. Um, it's the type, it's, I would call it easy like a Sunday morning music. That's the kind of vibe I get. <laughs> and, you know, if you uh, like to do a little extracurriculars, people, this is good music that you can chill to and get that vibe to and just relax. So <laughs> how, how, how long have you actually been singing? Well, I'll take that back. When did you recognize your gift for singing? I can't even remember. I come from a singing family. Mm-hmm. So for as long as I can remember, I've been singing. My mom has photos of me where I'm in my dresses, barely able to reach the microphone. So apparently I've been doing music all my life. Were you one of those uh, children that your parents made you sing at every family function? <laughs> Maybe not every family function, but almost every church service. Oh, my goodness. People wouldn't yeah. know my name, but knew that I could sing, which was crazy to me. Mm-hmm. So when did you start taking this seriously? When did you develop that passion? Um, when that, I feel like as soon as I realized that I could play the piano and play the guitar, mm. I started taking it seriously because my mom said she literally bought me one for Christmas and I just started playing. So um, I think when I realized that I could play instruments, I knew it was a little bit more serious, but I didn't really take it. To the mm-hmm. level I'm taking it now until I moved to Atlanta, honestly, about two and a half years ago. 
Oh, okay. Where are you originally from? Hilton Head, South Carolina. Hilton Head, South Carolina. Yes, the low country. I heard about that. Um, <laughs> are you close to Charlemagne's hometown? Um, where is he from? Monk's Corner? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to him. No, I'm right. close to Charleston, South Carolina, Savannah, Georgia, mm. Columbia, South Carolina. So we're in that the bottom of um, South Carolina. Okay. Well, like I say, your music uh, comes out with that melodic feel, like carefree. What, did you, <laughs> what, what would you say your music represents? Is it personal or is it just based off feeling, emotions, what? Yeah, it's both. Everything I've ever written has been true. There's a lot of songs that either I released and took back or I haven't released and everything was true. Um, I'm somebody that feels a lot. I either feel really happy, really sad, or really excited. And I like to live in a peaceful manner. Granted, we all have our days. Right. (laughs) um, That's just kind of how my environment is at home. Even when I'm at work, I try to maintain some kind of peacefulness. And that's the kind of music I want to give to other people. Wow. See, even your demeanor comes off as just so gentle and quiet. (laughs) I doubt you ever get into any arguments. Um, <laughs> Listen, polarity. I caught that duality, look. You know. Yeah. You got one thing, but no, I You're right. It. You got to have a healthy balance right there. Yes. Yes. Well, tell me some of your uh, inspirations as you were coming up. Who are some of the singers that you admire? Man, the first, this I might be telling my age, but the first cassette tape I ever got was um, Sade, and then oh, my yes. mama me Mariah Carey, and of course, Michael Jackson. So I listened to a lot of that. I listened to a lot of jazz. My mom loved Miles Davis, John Coltrane, um, Kenny G, Najee. Like, she was big on jazz. And then my stepdad was into oldies. So he loved Luther Vandross. He mm. loved um, The Temptations. So a com- combination, but I really feel a heavy influence with Sade and Anita Baker just based off yes. of the game style and, of course, groove theory. I hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Those are <laughs> two perfect artists I would definitely compare you with. Um, what about Badu? Oh, big time. Big time. Yes. I can't even believe I didn't say that yet. I hear... There's certain songs I can cover of hers too well, and I'm like, I can't do this because I won't be able to differentiate my style. But yeah, Erica Badu for sure. Um, even with how I write music, I love how her and Sade do not have a structured mm. song. Like they just kind of write, it's almost like spoken word that you sing to. Um, and I study music not just for the music composition, but the lyricism and everything. So Badu for sure. Thanks. Uh- Um, before COVID took over, how often were you doing shows in the city? Um, so I hit my peak when I performed at Apache, I think two years ago. And then it's I got your peak. the job I have now. Yeah, my peak. So I was getting signed up and um, asked to perform places. And then I changed jobs, which took a lot more energy for me. I work in public health. So mm. um, Sometimes it can take a lot from me, and I kind of needed some downtime to pick myself up, reinvent my sound, and kind of pull it back together. So I wouldn't say that frequently. I'm still new to Atlanta, 
but um at this point it's starting to build up again so i have been asked to do some virtual shows and concerts and to start preparing for in-person shows in the future so i'm definitely going to catch one of those hopefully i'll be able to catch one in person it was my um plan to come to atlanta um see you perform at some point but i was actually down there maybe two months ago doing a documentary it was a turnaround trip but i don't have a problem traveling at all um what i wanted to ask i couldn't find do we have any albums we don't eps no Mm -hmm. so every time i started an ep i would stop and because i am so particular about everything so i do everything myself i Mm -hmm. write the songs i produce the beats I engineer the songs, I mix and master everything myself, and it takes so much time. And so yes. as soon as I'll start a vibe where I'll have like, because you know what, EP is only three to four tracks. I'll mm-hmm. say, you know what, that's not the message I want to, you know, get across. Or um, I'll find a different vibe that I like. So I do have a single, Sucker, that I did, again, everything by myself. Before mm-hmm. that, my mm-hmm. single, Kingdom, did very well. That song I actually partnered with someone but um, I am working on an EP now. I actually have a collaboration with one of my favorite local artists. I'm not going to say who. It's a surprise. Okay. But we're doing something around the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm. We're both really passionate about Black people, equality, and just fairness, what is right, and taking a stand. And he has the flyest vibe. Like, if you could put Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Joy... Um, who else? Isaiah Rashad, like all of them in one person, but then kind of give him some Dom Kennedy swag. Like that's his vibe. The first time I heard his music, because everyone sends their music, Lord. The first time I heard his music, I was like, whoa, like he's for real. Um, I'm excited. So that's the next step. But before I put any project out, I just want it to be some of my best work because surprisingly more people listen than I thought did. Hell yeah, they do. <laughs> You're selling yourself short. That's the uh, sucker um, single that y'all see there. Go support that on Amazon. Yes, please. It's also on YouTube. It's also on Pandora. It's also on Tidal, SoundCloud. And I want to say I'm missing Apple Music. And I think that's it. <laughs> okay. Respect. What's um? What's the goal for your career? You have some artists, they just want to they want to sell a lot of records, make a lot of money. Some people just want to be able to survive and make a living from it and continue to do what they love. Um, What would you say that your ultimate goal with it is? (laughs) Every time I answer this question, people look at me funny. So the goal, of course, is to make money doing what I love. So, yes, Mm -hmm. be able to profit from my streams, from plays from concerts but i don't need to be a millionaire i'm not an entertainer i'm not the kind of artist that you're gonna see doing the harlem shake or like the beyonce moves on stage (laughs) i I care more about connecting with people so my life motto is to connect enlighten and share and so that's what my music goal is to be able to make a living, a comfortable living off of my music and to connect with people, share my stories and enlighten them with my philosophy. Heavy. Are you one of those type of artists that if you can't express yourself through your gift, that is close to death? I wouldn't say that extreme, Um, Mm -hmm. but I will say I express myself a lot better through my music. 
there have been times where I have told a guy how I felt strictly through song. One of the first mm. songs I did that actually started up some juice on my SoundCloud was 2AM Confessions, which probably was a minute and 30 or 40 seconds. And I had gotten out of this relationship that lasted for some years and I didn't know how to kind of get closure. So I was up late, heard the beat, um, freestyled the song and sent it to him. And he listened to it and he was like, yo, like, and so I put it up on SoundCloud and that's when things kind of started moving. I took it down because it was a little too personal for other people. <laughs> but that's how I say how I feel. I feel you. What's your, um, I'm always intrigued by people that not only write their own music, but yeah. produce their own music. Uh, what's your structure? Do you create the melody first? Do you write the words first or try to put the melody to it? Like, what do you do? I appreciate you asking that because some people don't realize it's a process. Ah. So um, I have a home studio where I'm okay. sitting in. And um, depending on my vibe or where I'm sitting in my studio depends on how I work. So I have it set up where if I wanted to sit on my couch and connect to my computer or my big screen, I can do that. Or if I want to be at the desk or if I want to be on the beanbags or the keyboard, depending where I'm sitting is how I start. The keyboard I use for my MIDI interface. So I may have a melody when I'm getting off of work, like, mm, that would be smooth. And I get on mm -hmm. the keyboard and I play it. Or I may have a baseline that's in my head and I'll use one of my um, sample resources and get the sound. But I may also just be sitting here watching TV and start with the drums. I like to use the bass and drums first because I feel like that's the groove. But again, it just varies. Um, are, you, are you a producer that reads music or are you a producer that goes by sound and feel like P. Diddy? Man, sound and feel. My mom invested a lot of money in me getting piano lessons mm -hmm. and learning how to read music. And for some reason, because I had already started playing by ear, the lessons bored me. I'm like, I know I just got to do this. And she's like, no, but what is that? I don't right, know. Right, right. So no, I have books that help me with that, but I don't read them because I care more about the sound and the feel of what I'm hearing. Now, I can... Um, listen to any song and be like, I know what this is, this is, this is, this is. And I can find the key with my voice, but no, I don't read music like that. <laughs> I took, um, I wanted to take, uh, I think it was just music business. And for some reason they made me take music theory. I changed my whole major because I could not understand. <laughs> yes. <sighs> It is so intense. That's why I love jazz artists, because you have to imagine, like, especially the classic jazz artists, to be able to improvise and read music at the same time. That's mm -hmm. a lot going on. You just, you know, no, that's right. A lot. <laughs> that's a lot. I have a newfound respect for those that can. So salute. Thank you. It's funny. <laughs> I have a guy friend who is phenomenal. He can play, I think, almost any instrument, drums. Um, bass guitar, electric guitar, acoustic guitar, and keyboard. And he knows how to read music. And we'll have like, um, he's one of the guys I did a cover with on my Instagram. We'll have a song that we want to do and he'll be like, okay, an A. And I look at him like, come on, you know, I don't know. <laughs> come on, come on. Right. <laughs> but he can just hear it. Okay, C sharp. Mm. Can you help me out? Play the key real fast. Right. I don't get it, man. Some people... <laughs> 
<laughs> Some people just had that gift, I guess. Um, are you particular with who you work with? Like you protective of your brand or would you okay. collaborate? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm Beyonce because I'm not. Everyone has their own lane. I understand that a lot of people in Atlanta especially can sing or do whatever. But Jazzy Shavers is a brand. Part of the brand mm. is being this peaceful person, is, you know, making sure that I bring love and light. So I'm not ever going to do a song with someone that's just like cursing at every verse or that's talking about things that don't match up with my values. Um, I have been in studio sessions with people who have a significant influence and probably could take my career to the next level. But because of what they're rapping about or singing about, I'm like, nah. And it's hard because the person sitting there like, I'll pay you this much. Or um, are you serious? This person has um, this much um, followers or this person mm-hmm. this company. And I'm like, I don't want people to look me up and see that associated with me. And I know that may sound vain, but not nah, like. It really doesn't. I respect it. I don't think a lot of people um, think about that aspect of it uh, when they begin their career. And sometimes the people that you do associate yourself with, like you said, it can have a negative uh, <laughs> reflection on you. So, uh, so I'm sorry, guys. You probably won't hear on the trap record anytime soon. <laughs> I might be in the video like this in the background, but I'm not going to be on that song. You will not hear that But it's funny. I did do when I first started going to studios back in 2012. I was dating this guy in Savannah. Mm-hmm. And he had me in this studio with one of his homeboys, and I had no idea what the guy was rapping about. And I remember <laughs> he said something. He was like, I need you to sing about this. We'll just pretend it was about keys, right? And I'm mm-hmm. singing about the keys. And <laughs> it didn't hit me till later. And I'm looking around, and I see posters of camouflage everywhere. And I'm like, so what does that mean? And they just bust out laughing. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I might be on some trap songs I haven't heard yet. But yeah. besides those, you know. I mean, you probably sound good on a hook. I think you're a flow. Like you and um, T.I. somebody. Oh, he my done, gosh. He, he done matured <laughs> a little bit. Have you met him? Have you met T.I. before? I've never met T.I. before. I'm more into the controversial and conscious rappers. If I could mm. be on any rapper's song, I would be on Common. Yeah. For sure. That's been one of my favorite rappers. Currency is my ultimate favorite rapper. I know that's kind of backwards, but... <laughs> What uh, for me to be on would be common. That's heavy. I would have never thought you like currency. That's what everyone says when they hear it <laughs> in my car. They're like, but I've been loving currency since 2009 when I heard how fly. He definitely jams. Are you familiar with Big Crit? I love Big Crit. Now oh, you would favorite. do a song with him. I can yes. definitely see that. Yeah. That would be so and I love being country. So that would be so oh. Big Crit, Smoke, Dizza, Currency, all of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to see if I can hook that up. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I don't know him like that. I just met him one time, but he was cool. Hey, you never and know. And he a Mississippi boy. You know what I'm saying? Possibilities are limitless. You never know. Well, Queen, I'm expecting great things from you. Uh, like I say, I love your music. I want more of it. Uh, <laughs> I need you to flood us, but I'm not going to rush your craft. <laughs> Uh, but I've, I've told um, some of my homies about you and uh, some of my homegirls, they love your style. So we definitely need you to pump us out more music. 
but I want it to be on your time. I'll accept that. <laughs> All right. What else can we expect from you the rest of the year? I know it's kind of, but what's your uh, plans for the rest of the year career-wise? So uh, another reason I've been so busy is I've been getting into community work. I'm forming a nonprofit. It's called Creative Pathways, and it's for young Black creatives ages 10 to 21 mm. in the Atlanta area. And what I'm doing is taking a whole bunch of Black creatives I know, older and younger, some um, community people, like I know some directors for different counties and using all of our resources to provide resources to children. When I grew up, the Boys and Girls Club helped me get into studios, helped me get lessons. They taught me how to sing a cappella. Like that organization really pushed me forward for my passions and mm -hmm. with everything that's happening right now, it's important for us to be able to give within our community. Absolutely. Um, on top of that, I'm partnering with a production company who wants to do web series with me. So I'm really excited because I can't say too much, but what okay. they're planning to do will be so good for the black community. It's almost like shedding a new light and starting a different narrative for us. Because if you watch a lot of Tyler Perry or um, BET, we have a certain narrative that follows the black stereotype, especially Thanks. as a black woman. So I'm excited for us to do something different that'll show people who aren't black that we have different dynamics and personalities. Facts. And I'm uh, proud to hear about your nonprofit. That's one of my goals. Yes. Um, but I always get hung up on, um, and you, you may or may not know, like actually how to get the funding. And I work in finance, so I should know these things, but the grant writing part of it, have you oh. reached that stage yet? Or I've been blessed to have friends who do this for a living. So one okay. of the people I'm partnering with, her job is community partnerships. And she called me and she walked me through the steps. And it, there are so many steps that mm -hmm. I don't even think the nonprofit will launch until next year. Mm -hmm. But she's willing to help me piece by piece, you know, process by process. The great thing is I have experience with grants and contracts due to my job. So it's just. I just know things are destined to work the way they've all kind of fallen into place, but it's tedious. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I can't wait till you get that off the ground. I'm sure it'll be a success. <clears throat> I wish you great success in your career. I'm looking forward to big things from you, queen. Continue to represent, continue to represent for all these young black queens out there that definitely need uh, the type of vibe you get off, give off and, uh, role models such as yourself um, to know that they can uh, express themselves in other ways other than twerking. Uh, no which, you know, ain't nothing wrong with twerking. I That's do right. enjoy a little twerking. But I don't want to see my daughter doing it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad you joined us. Key to the City podcast. We had the Queen Jazzy Schaefer's in the building. Y'all go follow her, support her, buy her music, download it, stream it, do whatever you can to support this queen. Glad to have you on. We're definitely going to link up again, hopefully in uh, in person uh, when we get Corona out the way, man. But <laughs> <laughs> I thank you so much. And uh, if you ever need anything on my end, you know, I'm small time upcoming, too. So I'll see you at the top. But we can help each other. You dig? Thank you. I really appreciate this time with you. You're welcome. So we'll see you next time. My kin folks, we out. Y'all tune in next week. I don't know who my guests are yet, but uh, 
I'll let you know soon enough. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Peace and love. All right, Jazzy, be safe. Bye. Peace. Bye, Marley. <laughs> All right.